Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. Did you know that how you look at sugar and how you look at yourself around sugar greatly affects the results you have when you're trying to get some control around sugar or maybe decrease your sugar or if you're trying to completely or almost completely eliminate sugar. This is really great news because that just means that you have one more very powerful tool to help you to reach whatever sugar goals you have as far as your eating habits. You have changing your mindset or changing the way you're looking at things or thinking about things around sugar and yourself to assist you with breaking a sugar habit or decreasing your sugar consumption. Oftentimes, people think that it's just the actions that you need to help break a sugar habit or decrease your sugar or break any other eating habit that you have that you don't want. And if the actions aren't working as well as you wanted, then that means that that's it. There's no hope for you. But this is not true at all. If you're having trouble changing your eating habits and you feel like you're doing all the actions or at least some of the actions, it might be that yes, you need to change some of those actions or do more of the right actions, but also it's probably because the thoughts you're having are not helping you. Your mindset isn't where it should be or where it needs to be. They may even be hurting you, your thoughts um, may even be hurting you and your results. So that's why I want to bring this podcast episode to you, Your Sugar Mindset Makeover, because this is going to be significantly helpful if you are struggling with sugar. And this is what coaching is about. It's not just helping you with the actions that you're taking, but also helping you with how you're thinking, because how you're thinking affects how you feel. And how you feel, of course, is going to affect what you do and don't do, how you react to things. And it can be very subtle, and oftentimes it is, and you're not even aware of thoughts that you're having that are sabotaging your actions and results, but that's what I help you with. Pulling out those subtle thoughts that you didn't even realize you're having and helping you to gain awareness as to why you might be having these thoughts and get you to look at things in a different way so that you can feel differently. And when you feel differently, you start doing things differently, or at least have an easier time doing different actions that will help you get the results that you're looking for, whether that be decreasing how much sugar you're eating. And when I say sugar, I don't mean like spoonfuls of granulated sugar, obviously. I mean sweets like candy and foods that have a lot of sugar in them, right? So whether that be decreasing how much sugar you're eating or adding in like more vegetables, proteins, whole grains into your diet, or maybe decreasing how much you're eating overall to lose weight, whatever the results are that you are personally looking for. 
All right. So before I dive into all these gems I have for you in your sugar mindset makeover, I want to talk weight loss habits versus dieting, because I know it's likely you're listening to this podcast because you want to change your eating habits and lose some or a lot of weight in the process. And a lot of times that's why you want to decrease the amount of sugar that you're eating. And once I get on a roll with all these gems that I have for you in your sugar mindset makeover, I'll forget to mention this. So I want to mention it now. So diets fail you not only in sometimes losing the weight that you want to lose without like giving up or in keeping the weight off that you've already lost because mainly they don't help you change the way you're thinking and feeling and can even make you think and feel in worse ways about yourself and food. They also fail you because they're too drastic. The changes aren't small enough for you to maintain. So let me give you an example that you might be able to understand super easily. So let's just say that you're learning to play the piano for the first time. After a few lessons, your piano instructor gives you a piece called La Campanella. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. That piece is famous for being one of the most difficult pieces written for piano ever. I did not already know this. I had to actually Google this for the sake of this example. So you wouldn't be expected to be able to play this piece successfully after just a few lessons, right? You wouldn't even be expected to play this piece successfully after maybe a couple of years of playing regularly even, right? But after a few lessons, if your piano instructor gave you Mary Had a Little Lamb to play instead, you'd probably be successful. You'd probably feel good about playing all the way through without messing up or maybe with just one little mess up, right? You'd then want to continue coming for more lessons and improving yourself and playing more and more gradually difficult songs. And you would do well at those because you'd be gradually increasing as you went. Whereas if you attempted to play La Campanella, you'd probably get super frustrated and give up pretty easily, right? And that would be completely normal and natural. No one would fault you for that. Weight loss isn't any different. You need to start with those small changes and then gradually increase from there. Those changes need to be small and doable so that it encourages you to keep going and be consistent so that you can change your habits. Because it's really all new skills that you're learning, just like playing a piano, right? So you need to be consistent and change those habits so that you can actually create the results and keep them. So that can be to either break former quote unquote bad eating habits or form new healthier eating habits. Maybe even some exercise habits, right? Or some stress relief habits. So I created a weight loss habits free class that comes with a printable workbook so that you can make the small doable changes in lots of different areas that will help you lose weight and actually keep it off. This is going to be much easier than the drastic changes that you've tried to make before with dieting and relying on willpower, which is exhausting. So help yourself out and get the free class and workbook and stop trying to do too much when it comes to losing weight. 
You can get the free weight loss habits class and workbook with the link on the episode page or in the episode description. Or you can also just visit my website where there are lots of other things for you. So just go to katemjohnston.com, K-A-T-E-M-J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N.com. Okay, so back to your sugar mindset makeover. A couple of these things are more of actions, I would say, but I'll explain why they link up to mindset, but most of these are purely mindset. So first is to set clear but doable goals. I'm really a fan of you dreaming big and setting whatever goal you'd like to set, and then make it more doable and break it up into smaller goals so that the end result or that dream goal or very end goal doesn't seem so far away. This helps with mindset. Goals help to excite and motivate you, but small goals help to drive you forward. So if you have smaller goals within that big goal, you are setting yourself up for the most success. So with sugar, you could have a big goal of losing weight and still being able to enjoy chocolate every day. But currently, let's just say that you feel very uncontrolled around sugar and you feel that you're eating it constantly throughout the day. So going from where you are to where you want to be can seem like a really big jump and kind of like a dream. And that's okay, keep that goal but then break it down into smaller goals that feel more doable. Clear but doable goals increase the feeling of possibility. So next up is visualizing your future self. So imagine yourself having reached this big goal and even going through some of the challenges along the way, but still succeeding anyway. This also serves as motivation. And when you visualize yourself going through the changes and still getting to your goal, it feels that much more doable to you. It feels more like it's something that you can have, not just something that someone else can have and not you. That is one of the reasons why people don't work towards their goals. They feel that other people can have that end result, but not them. So if this is you, just remember if one person can do it, so can you. That means it's possible. And guaranteed, as far as losing weight and still being able to enjoy something sweet every night, if that's a goal, many people, many people are successful at this and they have this, right? And they weren't just born with this magical ability, they worked toward it, which means you can too. All right, so to go along with your goals, I recommend that you understand the benefits of decreasing your sugar, or at least feeling like you're in control and deliberate as far as your sugar intake and not have it be a habit anymore, right? So you can just Google what are some of the benefits of decreasing your sugar intake, right? There's lots of different health benefits. Then when you visualize your future self, you can visualize this person experiencing those benefits and how those benefits sort of branch out into all different areas of your life. This really helps again with motivation. Those benefits of decreasing or controlling your sugar intake are the long-term reward or at least one of them, right? So the next thing that I want you to think about that is very helpful with your sugar mindset makeover is realization that you have the power over your actions with sugar. Sugar does not have power over you. 
You always have power over what you're putting in your mouth, even if it feels completely mindless, or even if you get intense sugar cravings and react to those cravings by eating the sugar. And it doesn't have anything to do with using more willpower. It has all to do with making small changes to your actions, but also to your thoughts. Because as I mentioned earlier, your thoughts affect how you feel and how you feel then determines your actions or your inactions or reactions. And you have full control over your thoughts. Nothing else controls the thoughts that are in your brain. So even if you're used to thinking something that's not helpful, we can get you out of that thought pattern or out of that thought habit. And even if you feel like eating sugar is mindless for you or is very habitual, there are things that you can do to create a little bit of space between that desire to eat the sugar and the action of eating the sugar itself. When you create that little bit of space or a little bit of time in between that feeling of desire and then the action, it allows you to think deliberately about your actions and make a different decision. So you always have the power. A lot of times we just need to slow it down a little bit and create that little bit of space, create that opportunity for you to think more deliberately and make a decision that's more future focused rather than have that impulsive decision in there, right? So part of seeing that you have the power over your actions at all times is for you to get awareness of any negative thinking. If you're thinking in a negative way or even a very subtly negative way, that can lead to actions that are not in line with your goals. So remember those sugar goals that you set for yourself in the beginning. For example, if you're thinking, I can't stop eating sugar, you likely won't stop eating sugar. So just having awareness that you're having a thought like I can't stop eating sugar is the first step because then you can question that thought, right? Because just think about it. If you have a thought, I can't stop eating sugar, how's that going to make you feel, right? It's it's probably going to make you feel a little bit defeated or something similar, right? And if you feel that way, do you think that's really good fuel for doing the actions or doing the things that you need to be doing to actually decrease the amount of sugar that you're consuming and you know maybe break a sugar habit if you have a sugar habit? No, not at all. It's going to make it so much more difficult to do all those things to get the results that you want. So you're going to have a result, but unfortunately that result is not going to be one that you want. That result is that you won't stop eating sugar if you're thinking that thought, I can't stop eating sugar, right? So question that thought. Is it 100% true that you can't stop eating sugar? Is it possible that you can stop eating sugar? As soon as you see the possibility, you're shifting to more positive thinking, and then it makes it possible that you can actually stop eating sugar if you want to. This is the power of coaching, finding those thoughts, questioning them or having you question them, and then seeing what comes up and seeing how that can make you feel a little bit differently and lead to better actions. So as a coach, I can help you notice those negative thoughts that are creeping in that are ultimately affecting your current results or have even affected your past results. And then we can question them and then even start to change them so that you can create 
those different results for yourself with your eating habits and also with weight loss, of course. So we can talk together via a free 60-minute consult to see where you need help. So you can book that right on my website. If you're listening to this episode from the episode page on my website, you'll see where you can book the free consult. We can meet over Zoom or phone. And if you don't see a date or time that works for you, just scroll below the calendar and send me a message in the form there with some dates and times that do work well for you. That goes directly to me and we can figure out something easily. All right, so... This next one for your sugar mindset makeover is a little bit more action-based or strategic, but helps you with your mindset around sugar, and that is to have awareness of just how much sugar you're eating throughout the day and why. I just want to say awareness is always going to be helpful with mindset. Certainly awareness of your thoughts, but also awareness of your feelings, actions, and your results. Once you have awareness of any of these, let's say actions, for example, or specifically how much sugar you're eating, only then can you examine why you're eating that sugar. Why you're eating sugar may very well be because you're feeling a certain way. Sometimes it's due to hunger, but many times it's due to see a certain feeling or emotion. And that feeling or emotion, same thing, is always caused by something that you are thinking. So it all goes back to your mind. And so when you look at how much sugar you're eating, maybe when you're eating it and why you're eating it, you gain so much understanding that helps you to move forward. Okay, so this leads me to the next part of your sugar mindset makeover, where once you have all of this awareness, understanding that it's normal that you wanted to eat the sugar or that you ate the sugar. Like if you are feeling stressed and there's chocolate nearby and that gives you that little bit of short-term pleasure, of course you ate the chocolate, right? Completely normal to want to eat chocolate to try to decrease a little bit of the stress or add a little bit of pleasure to your day. When you understand that it's completely normal and that there's nothing wrong with you if you eat sugar, and then you realize that you're not bad if you eat sugar or eat a lot of sugar, you can have more self-compassion. And having self-compassion will help you to make progress rather than being overly critical and then maybe stopping completely because you're not quote-unquote perfect, right? Knowing that you're normal And having self-compassion helps you to not feel guilt or shame, which can then lead to more eating of the sugar. So knowing that you're normal and you have self-compassion helps you to keep going when you stumble during the process. Instead of feeling like you need to be perfect, you're able to continue making progress because of that self-compassion. And this leads me to... The next thing that will help you with your sugar mindset makeover, which is looking at your progress as data and then just making changes from there. So not judging, but instead being like the scientist or the researcher, just analyzing and seeing what you can maybe do differently next time and make that change. Because if you judge, that's when you're going to feel badly. And anytime you feel badly, your actions can be affected negatively. And then, of course, your results will be affected negatively. All right. So for this last part in your sugar mindset makeover, we're going to talk about celebrating your wins, 
being your inner coach and looking at where you started and how far you've come. Because all of this is very important with keeping you on track and keeping that positive mindset that will get you the results that you're looking for. So to reinforce any behavior that you want to keep doing, you're going to need some sort of reward. So internal rewards are great. And that is just like when you feel really good about doing something, such as a feeling of accomplishment. Internal rewards trump external rewards, right? So it is good to have some external rewards though too. So you can really help yourself out by having both the internal and the external rewards. So external rewards means like something outside of you, not like a feeling created within you. So maybe treating yourself to something or even just putting a sticker on a calendar on the day that you did something or didn't do something that you were trying not to do, right? So any successes or any wins should be celebrated at least internally, but also if you want to add a little bit of an external reward, you can as well. And being that inner coach for yourself helps with that internal celebration and internal reward. When you talk kindly to yourself and have encouraging words for yourself, that feels very rewarding, right? So kind of like when a friend tells you you did a really awesome job on something or maybe a colleague, that feels so good. So you can do that for yourself when it comes to these small wins that you're having along the way with your eating habits or with weight loss or with decreasing your sugar consumption. Instead of being harsh and judgmental and critical of yourself, wouldn't you rather feel good and be your inner coach rather than be your inner critic? You'll especially need that inner coach if you feel like you're not making as much progress as you thought you would at a certain point, or maybe something doesn't go as planned, right? A way to help with this is to look at where you started out and how far you've come. We oftentimes lose sight of that along the way. I caught myself just doing this with running in the past couple of weeks. I was telling myself that I should be running faster. I caught myself because I realized that this is ridiculous considering where I was a year ago. But when you get caught up in the journey, sometimes you can lose sight of how far you've come. So help yourself feel a little bit better and more accomplished by just taking a moment to see how far you've come and even the benefits that your efforts have already created in your life. All right, that was a lot packed in there, I know. There are just so many ways you can use your mindset to your advantage, and some of you can change your mindset fairly easily, but others have a harder time, and that's perfectly normal. That can be for lots of different reasons, or you might have beliefs that you've had for a very long time that are impacting you negatively now. Some of these beliefs come up periodically, and some come up often. Some of those ones that come up often are what I call thought habits. But just know, as an eating habit and weight loss coach, I can help you with this. I help you with strategy and with mindset so you can change your eating habits and create weight loss habits that will serve you for life. So get the free weight loss habits class plus workbook with the link in the episode description or on the episode page. Thanks for listening and I'll talk with you soon. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. 
I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting kate.mjohnston.com forward slash consult.